0: from our studios in north florida it's in black and right and now your host the baby-faced assassin of freedom jerry brooks ladies and gentlemen boys and girls patriots of all ages welcome to in black and right The new definition of color commentary, and yes, I am the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks, here on a pretty interesting day here at our uh, North Florida studio. Uh, Possibly uh, got some really interesting things going on uh, planned for uh, Memorial Day weekend, or just slightly after. Uh, But as soon as those plans are confirmed, I will definitely uh, let you know what's going on with that. But today... Before we uh, get into the, uh, our adventures in podcasting today, just wanted to let you know if you want to send us questions, comments, shout outs, or what have you, uh, you can just email us at inblackandright at gmail.com, or go to our website, inblackandright.net. And just to let you know, tomorrow night, uh, I have been honored and asked to appear on a show Uh, and that's based in Nashville Uh, we're just going to be doing a remote and it's going to be a lot of fun Uh, Heartland Liberty TV uh, is the name of the show and I will be putting on social media and on the website uh, where you can actually uh, see it live uh, on uh, a live stream And I will let you know. And it's going to be at 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, 8 o'clock Central. Uh, So for those who are in the West or the Midwest, you can see it earlier uh, than I would. uh, Because it's going to be around my bedtime when the show comes on. But no worries. It's going to be a ton of fun. And I am truly looking forward to it. So I'll get that information as soon as I have it and put it on the website and all social media. Well, my friends, it looks like things are getting really, really interesting when it comes to the debt ceiling uh, negotiations. And they're picking up some serious speed. And I am absolutely blown away that Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, is actually holding tough. Uh, Biden has nothing, no plan. Uh, Schmucky Chucky in the Senate doesn't have much of a plan. And the House already has passed a bill with a debt ceiling increase in it. But if you listen to people like Grandma Janet Yellen, who's about as charismatic and intriguing as paint drying... Uh, She's continuing the toad, the chicken little uh, line of the uh, Biden regime, and of course, the mainstream corporate media. Boring, 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 but uh, headline today in the Epic Times, quote, uh, the headline, Yellen sounds alarm on default in new warning to McCarthy on debt ceiling deadlock. I thought, are you freaking serious? I mean, she's going out there, been on Sunday shows, uh, grandma yelling, and going and repeating the same crap. Uh, if we don't get this done by June the 1st, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be, it's like Chicken Little. You know the sky is falling. The sky is falling. We're gonna have all kinds of economic catastrophes, and we're gonna default. And blah, blah, blah. It's like no, no, and no. Sorry, uh, I will admit I am not a uh, I'm not an expert on this sort of thing. But I've been spending a lot of time listening and studying those who have a better idea about how this works than I do. I may not be the smartest man, but I can learn things. And so now, this June 1st deadline that she keeps talking about and others keep talking about, especially in the media, it's not a hard and fast deadline. It's just not. And it just really blows my mind how much... The, the media is just going to take this and just run with it and get people scared and freaked out. It's, oh no, it's going to be the Republicans' fault, blah, blah, blah. That's BS, people. It is BS. And frankly, the more I've studied this myself, I'm just going, oh my gosh, are you kidding? B- folks, it is practically impossible Impossible to default uh, on our obligations unless Biden makes the decision to willfully do so. We we have plenty of money coming in to the government coffers. Plenty. The trick is, are you willing to act like you've got some dang sense and being an adult and learn that Hey, you just can't pay for everything. Now, of course, they will spread the lie that, oh, Social Security's gonna have problems and Medicare and this and that. No, no, no. Again, I am just going to tell people, if you believe that, you're not paying attention. You're just not. We have more than enough money right now where we can pay Social Security we can pay Medicare we can service the interest on the debt and pay for government bonds and also you can probably throw in defense into the mix those are done they're not on the table what is on the table is the discretionary non-defense spending and apparently It is long overdue for Congress to act like adults prioritize payments figure out what can be trimmed what can be totally cut and we're not talking again I've said it before I'll say it again we are not talking reductions in the rate of growth we're talking actual cuts start acting like adults we can't pay for everything Now, of course, the demon crats doing what they do best. They fearmonger and they're threatening to go out on the streets if they don't get what they want, like petulant children who didn't get their pony for Christmas or for their birthday. And all they want is spend, 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 spend. I mean, I would say spend like a drunken sailor, but that would be an insult to drunken sailors everywhere. And I'm not into that so yes we now have again sort of an impasse and frankly I'm and I'm surprised I'm actually saying this speaker McCarthy is actually doing a pretty decent job here he has put it out there that hey we have a plan we've already voted on it it does include a debt increase a debt limit increase it and it does come with cuts <clears throat> excuse me real honest-to-goodness cuts because the american people in spite of the sort of haughty attitude of the media and their demon allies they understand it they get it they understand there has to be reductions in spending they just can't go willy-nilly and print money it's like okay yeah and we're borrowing it from china Okay, which is not exactly what I would call the smartest idea. But yes, it has to be done, folks. It absolutely must be done. And if we don't, then yeah, okay. And, and frankly, I'm not buying the June 1st deadline. Because it, when the sun comes up on June the 2nd, the country will still be here, I believe. There's not going to be an economic catastrophe. This is essentially what I... It's chicken little style politics. The fear-mongering by Yellen, by Biden, by the media. These are three sources you cannot trust. Nor should you. Because Joe Biden took over three months before he actually started to think that, well, maybe... Maybe we should negotiate. And now here we are playing Russian roulette uh, or chicken, whichever, I, I don't even really know. But unfortunately, uh, Biden and his demon friends just cannot seem to get through their heads. You cannot pay for everything. You cannot just spend and spend and spend and spend recklessly just because you want to. Because if you really screw it up, who do you think is going to have to bear the brunt of your stupidity? The American working class. The middle class. Uh, all those MAGA Republicans. But it's also going to be wackadoodle way out in left field Democrats that are going to suffer as well. But the elites don't care. They just do not and will never care. They just want what they want, and they want to turn the country into a third world power. And at the rate they're going, they just might get it. But, at least in the meantime, I'm not 100% cool about this deal that the Republicans did. However, it is better than nothing. It's, it's really better than nothing. And, you know, I don't like the idea of saying, well, we're going to deal with the cuts during the appropriations process. I said, well, yeah, that's going to be dealt with, but get the ball rolling right now and make it hurt. Make it hurt. Put the pressure on Biden and his people. Because frankly, the conventional wisdom amongst the uh, House Republicans is the longer that Biden wants to play games with this, uh, the more they're going to add to the list of demands, such as getting out of the World Health Organization, which I think is a fantastic idea, or perhaps H.R. 2, the border security bill. Hey, throw that in there. Let's see what it's going to take to actually get the Democrats to break and start acting like responsible adults. Because these progressive wackadoodles like AOC and others are talking about we're going to take to the streets and people are going to, they're just going to riot and whatever. I said, okay, so what? You're going to try to do a, another version of. The BLM Antifa 2020 riots because you didn't get your way, you didn't get your pony uh, in the appropriations process. Uh, no. Now, if the you know if these progressive Democrats want to keep acting like petulant children, I say let them. But if they start getting really nasty about it and getting all their BLM buddies and their Antifa buddies and other uh you know just well riffraff uh from the left to just go out and come you know think that oh we're just gonna have we're just gonna do this and do this and we're just gonna riot uh no sorry next that that's all i can really say at that point it's just next because you're not going to get your way sorry That's not cool, but some of the other things going on. Uh, Ah, yes, love this. After last week's blockbuster uh, testimony from three FBI whistleblowers before the weaponization of government subcommittee, Jim Jordan, the chair of that committee and the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee has threatened to use the power of the purse against the fbi uh after the whistleblower's testimony and jordan is serious here he's going to look and find ways to actually take get money limit the amount of money that goes to the fbi uh to be used inappropriately now I'm not going to be that nice about it, it's like, Congressman Jordan, Mr. Chairman, you need to dismantle this. These people are off of their rockers. They think they're all that in a bag of chips. Their chips are stale. And these people do not apparently give much of a damn about the Fourth Amendment and going after people's bank records without a subpoena. I mean, there, there's so much going on. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely bonkers. Uh, let's see. So yeah, this is going to be interesting to see what happens over the summer when the uh, pro- when the appropriations process goes into full swing. Okay, so there's that. But yeah, I'm... Another thing that's pretty big news today is that Carrie Lake, apparently, uh, Arizona just does not seem to have a judge who can do the right thing, and it's really sad because she did lose her appeal over the 2022 election, and of course, Maricopa County, uh, Another judge in Maricopa County screwed it up. It screwed it up and failed to prove her claims about the election. It's like BS. I don't know who this Judge Peter Thompson is, but dude, I don't know who messed with you, but no, there was plenty there. And when if it's Maricopa County... I trust nothing that comes out of Maricopa County. I trust absolutely nothing. Considering what the Board of Supervisors did and everything else, I think Lake proved her case. I really believe she did. But but apparently, if the Arizona judiciary doesn't have the, <clears throat> the testicular fortitude to actually do the right thing, um, then the heck with it. You know, take it to the Supreme Court. So yeah, it, it's pretty really crazy. Um, but she, she's not going to quit. If there's one thing I do know about that one remarkable lady, she's not going to quit. She's going to take it to. Um, <coughs> she's going to take it to the uh, U.S. Supreme Court somehow, and that's unfortunate. That she has to go through that, but election integrity is still an issue, whether you like it or not. But it's okay. Let's see what happens in the next page of this saga. But, I, but there's one that's this one story that just kind of—I'm not exactly sure how I kind of take this, but apparently, uh. <laughs> Headline on Just the News Florida Senator warns socialists that the state is openly hostile, issues a travel advisory. Now, this this is kind of funny uh, to me because apparently there have been the NAACP has issued a travel advisory for the state of Florida because they're apparently, according to the NAALCP, uh, the state of Florida and Governor DeSantis are openly hostile to black Americans. And uh, and apparently a couple of uh, LGBT groups are like, hey, you know, this is terrible, it's awful. But a Florida senator Actually, Florida Senator Rick Scott issued a travel advisory for socialists who might seek to visit the Sunshine State, suggesting they opt against such a trip. So it's kind of like, hmm, okay. (laughs) Basically, what Rick Scott did, he took the NAALCP, uh, borrowed that from the late Great Rush Limbaugh, (laughs) you know basically he said hey if you're a socialist don't come to Florida if you're woke don't come to Florida we are openly hostile to the woke we're openly hostile to socialists and other domestic terrorist groups like BLM or Antifa because uh, just to let you know from a black guy who does live here in Florida Florida law enforcement does not screw around, especially many of the county sheriffs. Uh, so, no, don't come here if you want to spread your nonsense. And, yep, thank you, Governor Scott. I mean, I should say, well, he was governor, but he's now Senator Scott. Because, frankly, eh. Free Florida needs to stay free and lefties, progressives, socialists of all kinds, really need to stay the uh, <clears throat> uh, the hell away from us down here. We're doing pretty okay and we really don't need you or your foolishness. So in that sense, Senator Scott, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty wild listening to some of this. I mean, the fool, the, the dingbats of the NAALCP. <laughs> I, I mean, I re- when a friend of mine sent this to me uh, a couple of days ago. I went, "Are you kidding?" I mean, is this like fake news? Something you might find in the Babylon Bee? Apparently, it wasn't. It was serious, and I thought. Okay. This is this is the kind of foolishness and victim and promotion of victimhood that makes me just sad to be a black American because I'd like to think we are a lot better than this. This whole thing this nonsense about well, systemic racism. BS I'm sorry, but as a black American I haven't had to deal with any open hostility here in Florida. In fact, I've had a lot of people here who have been very encouraging uh, and kind of grateful that I'm here and bringing my show uh, to North Central Florida. And I'm, I'm thinking, wow, I mean, these are some incredibly nice people. Very, very nice people. But. When I see this again, I just think, "Oh my gosh." Again, I, I I mean, the NAACP has really become nothing more than an auxiliary organization of the Democrat Party and to keep as many Black Americans under its spell. It's kind of like a weird Jedi mind trick, but there is a mental stronghold In a lot of black Americans that seems that has kept them bound and just addicted in multi-generational poverty multi-generational just insanity that somehow well we have to have the Democrats because well we can't get anywhere because of all those white Republicans no no and no the reason why you're stuck in poverty and multi-generational poverty and multi-generational government dependence is that somehow you've been convinced probably and your parents were probably convinced that somehow uh... everything uh... that you get is because of the government no it's like I the things that I have, you know, I didn't I didn't have to depend on the government, and what I don't have, I'm going to have to. uh, I'm not going to depend on the government either. I mean, I don't depend. I don't ask the government for a whole heck of a lot. I don't, because I'm too fiercely independent. But I don't. If and there have been times in my life, and I will admit to this. Where I have needed government services uh, Due to unemployment or something else, but I Never used it as a li- I never viewed it as a lifestyle I've never had to view it as a lifestyle It's help because I need it not because I'm lazy there's a huge difference in that but apparently if the N.A.A. Uh, L.C.P. wants to continue to help make blacks foster their victim mentality, then fine. But I'm not into it. I'll never be into it. And I will stay away from it for the rest of my life because I have no intention of being dependent on a government that will play me like a Stradivarius, like they've done black folks for some 60 plus years. No thanks, not really into it. Oh, but man oh man, what a crazy, crazy world we're living in. But today, I think I will call it a day today. Uh, I've had a great time being here with everybody Now, of course, you can subscribe and follow us on the audio version of In Black and Right. We're on all podcast platforms. All you have to do is find In Black and Right, follow us, and click on the little bell to get notified uh, when a new episode is available. And today, we'll have it done in here in a little bit uh, uh, to have today's episode, but... Possibly uh, we've got I'll have more announcements for things. Uh, oh yes, and before I go I just want to let you know that right now on in black dot net uh, We're doing a little bit of a fundraiser uh, Because we're we're wanting to take the show in mid-july down to West Palm Beach For a great turning point USA event and we just need a little help getting there uh, just a few hundred dollars and we, and I'll be able to go and cover the event and possibly even get it live streamed uh, for all of the In Black and Right Coalition. So, my friends, for now, I just wanted to say thank you. God bless. Have yourself a great rest of the evening. I uh, will see you all tomorrow. And always remember that patriots come in all colors.